Welcome to the Speak Up Talk Radio Network. I am your hostess, Pat Rulo, and today I am so happy to share a Firebird Award-winning author with you. She is Deanie Humphreys Dunn, and her book is titled A Tractor Named Wilbur. Deanie is a multi-award-winning children's author of eight books, and all of her fictional books are beautifully illustrated by Holly Humphreys Bajaj, who also designed Deanie's covers. Deanie's stories remind readers that tenacity is the key to success. She shares proof that obstacles can be overcome. With the goal of being a positive role model for generations of children, Deanie loves to write entertaining stories that emphasize values that build self-esteem and confidence in young readers. And she works tirelessly to create stories that appeal to children in an engaging manner. And she is here today to share her and her work with us. So welcome to the network, Deanie. Oh, thank you, Pat. I'm so excited to be with you today. <laughs> I'm excited to have you here today as well. I loved your book, so congratulations on the win. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. My sister made Wilbur so cute, and um, so all I had to do was make the story around him. Oh, I love that. Since we're talking about that, let's just go there for a minute, because your illustrator is your sister, and that is just so neat to collaborate with a family member. We have the best time together. She we, she knows me so well. She knows exactly what I would like, and we talk about different things, and what, what should we do this, or should we do that, and she she's so good as an artist. She studied since she was a little girl, and she's really good at it. And she captures Wilbur's personality with her pictures. She really does. You feel like you know him. I, I felt a little strange feeling a connection to an illustration of a tractor. I guess that's the sign of good, a good art and a good story. And actually, always a key component to the success of children's books are the illustrations. So I'm happy that the two of you are able to spend time together and create. Oh, me too. I don't think Wilbur would be the same without her. She's she's just amazing. Oh, I love that. That's so good. So, Deanie, why children's books? Ever since I was a little girl, my parents used to say, you know, you should write children's books when you grow up. And I thought, what a silly idea. I told my mom, you have to say that because I'm your daughter and you think I can do anything. But um, So later on, when I was looking for something to do, after I studied at Institute for Children's Literature, I thought I should try it because I had this really strong intuition that I should try writing children's books and see if it was a silly idea or not. So that's how it really started. My dad used to get those intuitions, and um, I kept on thinking about it, and I thought I should try it. So I asked my sister if she would do the illustrations for me, and that's how we started. Oh, so good. Well, I'm glad you have. And now you've got, what, eight books already? Yes. Yeah. And, and I love to inspire the children and help them to know that they can do so many more things than what they imagine that they can do if they just try. Well, you, had, you were growing up with a history of, of some obstacles that you had to overcome as well, right? And, and that probably motivates you to help others? Yes. Um, I just always thought I was the luckiest person around because um, I was born with a handicap that affects my legs, so walking is a little bit tricky, but my parents always said, you can do anything you want if you put your mind to it, so I knew that certain things would take longer, but nothing was really impossible, and that's how 
Um, when I was little, my dad decided to teach me how to ride horses after the doctor said I wouldn't be able to walk. And my dad was a really determined person, so, and he wasn't shy about what he said. So he told the doctor what he thought about that idea, and then we, he started teaching me to ride when I was about four years old. And actually, um, he found me a special horse, and we became champions. A lot of times she was really well known because she was a superstar. You're a superstar. (laughs) I I always leave that for other people to decide whether I'm a superstar or not. But (laughs) I think I'm pretty ordinary. But I do. But I do try hard until I get to my goals, which is important for children to know. I just love this whole story. Thank you for sharing that. I know it's a bit personal, but you sh- you you shared a story that you had written a while ago, I, I think kind of like an homage to your dad um, that, that shared a little bit about that, and hopefully you'll be able to turn that into a children's book. Oh, I'd love to do that. That um, essay, I was going to put it in a contest, but then I found out that if you were a professional author, you couldn't enter the contest, so um, I put it on my website instead, but it told about how I wanted to learn how to jump horses, because if you can't jump, you you can't really be a champion. It just, you can't do it, so I had to convince my dad that he, that he should teach me, and he, he kind of wanted to chicken out, because he said, well, you know, you're going to fall off a lot, and I said, Daddy, I'll get up. I said, I always have, and and so I talked him into it, and then uh, we ended up trying it. We had to, we tried it the first time when I was about 11 years old, after I'd been riding since I was four till when I was 11, but I kept falling off for no reason. <laughs> Just my legs would get tired and I would slide off, but um, then after that, uh, he said, well, we're going to take a break. And I said, yeah, but that means we're quitting. And he said, no, we're just taking a break. We'll go back to it. So after I, my legs got stronger, we tried again. And that time it really worked because oh. I stayed in the middle of the horse when we landed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. See, you're the perfect person to write these books because you, you have experience and you know what you're talking about and plenty to share. So maybe share a little bit about a tractor named Wilbur. Wilbur, um, we got a little lawn tractor, and we name all our vehicles, all our cars, and even our tractors. So we named him Wilbur, and he's just so cute. He he has big square headlights, and they look like uh, eyes. So I said, Wilbur's so cute, we should write a story about Wilbur. So that's how we got the idea for Wilbur. And he's uh, he loves helping his friend Jim that owns him and so he mows the grass perfectly and Jim always gives him compliments and he says, Wilbur, you're doing a great job mowing the grass. But Wilbur decided he wanted to do something else besides mowing the grass. So Jim said, Wilbur, would you like to plow the snow in the winter? And Wilbur said, aren't I going to be cold? But then Jim said, no, your engine will be running and you'll be running around, you won't notice that it's cold, he said, and you won't be outside for very long. So Wilbur decided he really liked pushing the snow around in a nice, neat pile, and it helped Jim a lot, 
And then he, Wilbur learned how to pull a cart so that Jim could take the weeds out of the garden, and Wilbur learned to help with that. And they were just a really good team. But then everything changed when Jim decided he wanted to have his own vegetable garden, and Wilbur was getting, he said, Wilbur, you're getting O-L-D-E-R. <laughs> and so he said, you would be too tired after you mowed that big field. What if you got hurt? He asked Wilbur. And so then Wilbur was very sad, but Jim washed off his headlights, and he talked to him. He said, don't worry, Wilbur, because I'm going to find you the perfect owner somebody who loves you just as much as I do. So then Jim had to find out how to convince Wilbur that it would be okay to leave. And so he said, Wilbur, what if you have you have nice animal friends when you in your new home? And Wilbur said, I never thought about that. I love animals. So that helped Wilbur to think about the good things about changes. Just a great book to help children understand that life changes are hard on everybody, especially children, but to look for the good things in the change and to learn how to accept it. I think that's really important because children have so many changes, even things like if they're going to a new school or if they're moving to a different place or if they have new teachers or if they don't make friends easily. There's so many things that the stories can help with. And Wilbur loves to help with things like that. <laughs> I love that. And then you also have extra questions in the back to help continue with the learning process. Yes, and that way they can see how well they remember the story. And Wilbur always encourages them. He says, if you have the same answers than I do, then you're correct. And uh, so... There's questions in the back, and I think it helps the children to remember. And then if they remember the answers to the questions, they'll have even more confidence mm -hmm. about the story and how well they did. Oh, what a perfect book for schools and parents and gifts. I mean, I could just see this being used in so many ways. I think so, too. Everyone seems to enjoy Wilbur, and he loves making new friends. <laughs> Like I said earlier, he feels like, I feel like we're talking about a person. Yes, Wilbur seems like a person, <laughs> and we always treat him like a person. That's why we gave the Wilbur the real tractor a name, because we figured if we give him a name, he's going to work hard to do the right things. So, <laughs> That's so he, he has his own little space in the garage, and he's very pampered. <laughs> I love that. You know, growing up, my daughter in, in high school, we pampered her car, Jessie. Um, so we, we, we had a Jessie in a special place for that. And then we had a 40-foot diesel push motorhome that we called Mrs. Wuchina. And she took, oh. yes, Mrs. Wuchina took good, good care of us on the road. So I agree with you. If you, you know, if you give them a name and treat them like family, they'll take care of you as well. That's what we thought, too. <laughs> people listening to this are going to think two loony people are having a conversation. <laughs> no, they won't. They might get the, They might like the idea and do the same thing for theirs. Let's hope so. We'll go with that, right? <laughs> yes. I love that. So what are you working on now? What's next in your, in your uh, list of things to do? We're working on an, another story for, about Wilbur called Wilbur's New Home. 
and it'll be about what happens to Wilbur when he finds his new home after someone buys him and he goes to his new home. So we're working on that. We're going to make a series about Wilbur's stories. Uh, yeah, I was just going to ask that. It seems like Wilbur is not going to go away. There's so much that can be done, so much he, so much work he has to do. Oh, yes, he's very busy. He's not going away. <laughs> he, he's going to keep making friends. I love that. And it's good. Your sister's on board for the illustrations, right? Yes. This, for the new book, um, my, my sister's going to do some of the illustrations, and, and my, one of my friend's moms is doing the rest because my sister just happens to be really busy right now, mm -hmm. so we're sharing the illustrations. So the rest of the illustrations are done by Wanda Lewis Urabazo. Ur and she'll, she'll do some of them, and then Holly will do some. And when do we expect the next book out? When, when will the Wilbur 2 be out? He should be out later this year. Um, Holly's just finishing the last few illustrations and the cover. All right. Well, good. And then Wilbur will be ready. <laughs> and Wilbur also comes in Spanish. His his first book is in Spanish as well as English. That's excellent. And he also heard your audio book, too. Oh, yes, he has an audio book. And his whole story just takes seven minutes. So even if you're in a hurry, you have time to listen to Wilbur's whole story. <laughs> excellent. Oh, this is so exciting. Well, uh, before we begin to wrap up, I want to make sure we haven't missed anything that you wanted to talk about today. I think we've covered a lot of things. Um, if anyone wants to find out more about my books, they can go to www.childrensbookswithlifelessons.com. That's my website, and I also have a, a Facebook page under children's author Jeannie Humphreys Dunn, so they can uh, read more about my books there as well. Excellent. Thank you so much. So before we head out, any words of wisdom that you want to leave us with? Because it seems like you've, you've got a lot to share, and I want to make sure we don't miss any final thoughts from you. I just want people to know how much I love to write for children and how I would love to be a good role model for them and keep reminding them that if you persevere, you'll have lots of surprises and lots of things you can accomplish. And you'll be so happy when you finish reaching your goal. And you'll know that it was worth it the whole time that you tried hard. And because the only time when you really fails when you give up and then you miss a lot. That's so beautiful. Thank you for being an inspiration, not only for children, but for everybody. We all need to keep that in mind, especially during these times where it seems like you might want to give up on things, but never give up and, and uh, be inspired by Deanie Humphreys Dunn and her book, A Tractor Named Wilbur. Dina, you're the best. I just love this conversation today. Thank you for spending time with me and sharing you and your heart with us. Oh, thank you. I had the best time, and you're a very good host. You did a great job, and thank you for asking me. Thank you again, and Wilbur is very honored to be featured. <laughs> I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. 